Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday with his good, good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. It's nice to wake up with, with daylight. I think this is how it's supposed to be. I don't know what we did with the clocks, but it's light out when I'm when I arise, and that's great. I think uh, what's maybe not great, I'm about three and a half buckets in on mini Kit Kat, so I could crash at any time, guys. I don't know. How was your candy consumption this weekend? Pretty good? I got, there's a coffee shop nearby that was handing out um, free, well, obviously free. What what if people were like, here's a Kit Kat, <laughs> I need 25 cents. Um, yeah. They had a really great uh, little bowl of candy. Like they had all my favorite, they had Kit Kats, they had Reese's. I like Whoppers. I know that's controversial. Um, but other than that, you know, it was a, yeah. I didn't, I didn't buy any candy. Kids weren't like coming around. No. Uh, speaking of coming around, I feel bad. You've, you've still not come around on the fact that it's Reese's and not Reese's, but it's, it's okay. Well, I mean, it's the Whoppers Reese's. is not nearly as as controversial as this pronunciation, and Dave backs you up. Whoopers? I know he does. <laughs> Whoopers it is, I think. First of all, I am, uh, I'm walking on sunshine. Um, oh. Well, it's time to feel good. Um, it's November. <laughs> yes, we can eat candy. We yeah, can... I feel great this week, Dave. We well, listen, I, I I get it. But I will say my faith in humanity was at least temporarily restored on uh, mm-hmm. Saturday night. We put little notes on our immediate neighbors' uh, front doors and said, listen, we got the little ones. Would you mind just set some candy out so we can maintain the tradition? It's a shame to deprive these little ones of Halloween. It's one of the great events of childhood. And every, I mean, there are only seven houses, but all seven of them, all populated by um, elderly neighbors, all were so excited by the prospect of seeing a new generation come around. It was weirdly moving. I know it sounds super cheesy and weird, but it was weirdly moving that these older people came out as their little ones have moved on and have their own lives now to see these little ones come up dressed as a kitty cat and a a, ra- a wobble and everything else. And they were running from house to house like, mm. Candy, let's go, guys, next house and all of that. It was just the best. And also... The Pittsburgh Steelers vanquished the Baltimore Ravens. The Indiana Hoosiers remain undefeated and ranked and everything else. It's all. And guess what's coming up at the end of the month? Stuffing, pie, and stuffing. (laughs) What else could you want? Which one of Dave's 17 topics should we address right now? I'm going to address the fact that he really did. And, you know, I'm going to play cynic. He says the whole neighborhood's excited. I think you bullied your neighbors. Boom. Here's a Mm post-it. Feed my kids. What the hell is that? Touche. What is that? What are they supposed to do? (laughs) What do they do if they don't have kids? All right, we got to go out and get, hey, uh, Rex, we haven't left the house in seven months, but hit hit the pick and save on the corner. (laughs) The Damashek family, they can't get their own candy. <laughs> right, Dave's like the the old people are like blink twice if Damashek also is holding you hostage. Are they <laughs> are they still out there? Are they still out? Yeah. Just just listen. Go into the cabinet can... and throw at any crap that we have in there from before COVID. <laughs> One time, my family forgot when growing up, but my parents' house is in a on a cul de sac, sort of farther set away from the road. Like not many houses. We didn't. We never. I don't think we got a single trick or treater for like the first five years of my life. Wow. And when I was six, someone comes to the door and my dad was like, oh, sh-. like, what do we do? So he gave the kid baking chocolate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what it what my mom was like. You gave him what? He was like that chocolate. And, the, and my mom was like, no, we have That's so great. much. We have so much. We have so much uh, football to discuss here. But if you had to choose for the rest of your life. You only get in your trick-or-treat bag chocolate-based candies or fruit-flavor-based candies. Which uh, do you choose? Definitely chocolate. 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 Really? Yeah. But the mass-produced like- kind? Like, I mean, I, I'm not going to call any out by name here, but really? No, homemade. Homemade coconut haystacks. Got to be yeah, homemade. Got to be I the only- neighbors that have to make it. They have to wake up early. What do you mean? Artisanal I mean, like, yeah, like, <laughs> it, I, well, listen, I don't want to denigrate those. Those can be very good. But I'm talking about like I, I've become a chocolate snob over the last decade or so. I used to go milk chocolate, but then I discovered uh, the pleasures of dark chocolate. And now I'm kind of like, yeah. hooked. I'm in deep. I don't like, you know, when you get those big chocolate bars at the at the store and it's like 72 percent mm-hmm. cacao bean. I'm like, not enough percent for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I need it in the have I need it have, in the mid to high eighties. That's that's I, have you're you like, like really pure. into with have the you blue really... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you need 98, 98% or it's not worth it. Have you gotten really into the artisanal scene? Because there's a company up in Montreal that I got to clue you into if you don't know oh, about I, it. I, can can two chocolate. I love it. I oh, love look it. at this. I love it all. One more Halloween question since it's come and gone here, and then we can look ahead to Thanksgiving and football yes. and otherwise. We must move on football, but go ahead. Or you yes, want to move on, on then fine. You know what? It's your show. Well, I'm going to move on to your team. Okay, I don't let's know. move what on. We, what, let's talk Pittsburgh because it's interesting. I was thinking about you this morning, Dave. Uh, by the way, if you don't appreciate that Steelers-Ravens uh, game, you don't, you're watching the wrong game. You're watching. It was great. Uh, <clears throat> it's everything Dave talked about. It's the best rivalry going. And I don't even blame Lamar Jackson for the loss. It's just how it's going to be. It's going to be a different kind of game with turnovers and bone-crunching hits. And you just want to make sure you want to get out alive at the end of the game. You want to be able to play the next week. Uh, sure, they came up short at home. They blew a lead. Baltimore... Great, great game. What I want to know from you, Dave, is how are you viewing this season? One, at some point, you get to the, the, the idea that, all right, no one could beat us. And then it's like, but then you got the other part of it, like, all right, are we going to see the end of the season with all the, the malarkey that's going on? So it's like, okay, we think we have the right candidate, but are they going to count the votes? Do you worry <laughs> more now? Have you moved on to, all right, we're the team to beat. Let's everyone else just stay healthy, or are you just like still looking at it from a pure we we got to beat everybody on the schedule. Man, I keep you, you keep hearing these whispers about, and then Trevor Lawrence pops up. Nothing less than the biggest name in college football pops up, and I had mm. yet another little mini panic of it's exactly what you're talking about, Sal. Is we're we're in too deep now. There's no mm. pulling the plug on this, and I don't care imperfect and weird looking and otherwise. I, I, I'll sign off right now. Let's bubble this thing up because we cannot end this season now. Ooh. We cannot, you cannot, it's sort of like what keeps happening, this weird phenomenon on Netflix of like, yeah, we're going to give you two seasons worth and then we're going to pull the plug. Like how many times are you going to Lucy me with the football here? We cannot have the yeah. 2020 football literally removed by Lucy, COVID or anything else. We, we must now persist and see the end of this season and, mm. you know, I, I really do always say saccharine as it is the every year, let alone 2020, the distraction that these Steelers have have provided uh, the, the good people on the <laughs> banks of the three rivers has served its purpose now already. We're into November and, you know, people All get right. distracted for a few hours every week, if not more by the mighty Steelers mission accomplished. And I hope they can carry it all the way through January and into February. And so on meantime, I have to point out that it is one big Savenge tour. Um, and yes. you can get your brand new t-shirt at extrapoints.com. The Savenge tour 2020 rolls on Roethlisberger yes. vanquishing all comers at halftime. A lot of people ready to check out Lamar Jackson's the new wave. Is he seven pulled it out? He went, he, he, he went uh, four wide, and he picked that Ravens defense apart. Undefeated. Next stop, Dallas. You, you, oh, Sean, you get what's going on there, right? Savenge, because it's seven, right. number seven, Big Ben. He talks about, and it's revenge. And for thirty-five dollars, you could stare at that all you want, right? Where? Go to extrapoints.com. It's on there, Sean. I think honest. we. Go ahead. I we have a different perspective. You didn't figure it I out. I didn't yet. get it at first. I, I didn't now get it the I first it. five five or six times Dave presented, but now that I'm staring at it, I, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's on sharp... it's on Dave's Zoom background. <laughs> it really is. It's a sharp looking background. It's handsome. Um, Charlotte, it's so funny. Dave talks about the distraction that the Steelers provide. We are um privy to a different kind of distraction, a not so great one in our Patriots and your Patriots and my mm. Cowboys mm. every week. Not that I want the season to end, but I do feel like the season has ended in many ways for our team. Oh, yeah. No, it's over. I mean, the Pats are two and five. The Pats have lost five games in a row. That's yeah. like that. I can't. That's <laughs> not like I, I say that it doesn't sound it sounds like a joke. You know, I yeah. uh, that was I never mean, supposed to happen. I mean, I don't know. I, I do feel like Cam, we're going to Cam's going to have to stop turning the ball over hmm. is mm -hmm. what it comes down hmm. to. However, I don't think this is all his fault. I'm not joining the bash camp party. I think that he 
I mean, he, you know, he rushed for 54 yards. He had a touchdown. It was looking good. And then he just made a huge mistake at the worst possible time. And I can't help but feel bad for him when you look at him on the sidelines, like staring into the void of losing. And Mm -hmm. I don't want New England to, you know, tear him apart because the, the, the Pats are missing a lot of their best pieces. They didn't have the roster they needed to begin with. So I get it. But it's very weird, you know. Last night I'm on the couch watching Sunday Night Football, which was who Sal, what a what a game. Um, oh, that counted, by I the get, way, is a pro football game. It's it's now Danucci, committed to the baby. annals of pro Danucci. football history. That game counted in the state. But I got yeah. a, a, an alert on my phone, an ESPN push notification that was like, um, what did it say? It said, uh, you know, Tom Brady proving that like proves that Brady the Pats needed Brady more than they needed Belichick, and I was like, okay. That is such garbage. Like, you can't say, I do think he is, it has turned out that, yes, he was the greatest quarterback. We needed him desperately. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can say, given the circumstances of this year, that this is a totally fair fight. I mean, maybe right. you can, but it just, I don't know. I feel like that hyperbole is driving me a little crazy. But yeah, it sucks to have a team that sucks is the bottom do you, line. I hate I, Do you we, feel like we talked about it last week? I, I, I'm, I do. I find myself defending Belichick. I don't know why. I know all the covid opt outs and all these <laughs> players that don't show up and all the injuries. And it's like everybody. You're right, Charlotte. Everybody wants to declare Tom the winner halfway through the season. I'm like, all right, calm down for a second. Yes, I'm sure. But this is a this is an awful thing that's going on in New England. I'm also with you with. With Cam, I feel bad for him. And then I see him an hour later and he's doing fashion week with the the hat. And he's like, this is all my fault. I'm like, what am I even watching here? Just borrow one of uh, Belichick's uh, uh, holy hoodies and uh, <laughs> let's, let's just go from there. It doesn't see that doesn't right. that doesn't quite bother me as much. Really? I don't know why I'm like, I mean, if he's going to wear anything, <laughs> he might as wear whatever he wants. Like he he can wear a funny hat and also feel bad. I talked about this. I, I talked about this a few years ago with one Deion Sanders, who weirdly, I to me was I was surprised by someone who's uh, fashion forward and everything was saying it's different if you're the if you're the quarterback because then you're the CEO of the corporation. And I'm like, Deion mm-hmm. Sanders is saying this, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's there. You you need to have a losing outfit. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about any of that. I'm not distracted by what they wear in the post game one way or the other. I hear, I hear your really? noise, the spirit of it. It is kind of like when Baker Mayfield is losing by four touchdowns and then they go to a commercial break and he's being jolly in an empty stadium, shilling for whatever company he's shilling for. Right. It's the same dynamic there. Yeah. I think the, other- if, if Dr. Fauci showed up to talk about the doom and gloom, the bad numbers over the last week with a feathered bow, I'd be like, yeah, what, what the hell's going on here? I mean, maybe more people would listen to him. Maybe That's more true. people would wear <laughs> goddamn masks. I hear you on that. Yeah. I will say the other side of that, uh, that game's coin is that I, I, like we said, going into this one, I really felt like Josh Allen and the bills in general, kind of had a little bit of a curse of supposed to thing going there. This is mm-hmm. finally 2020 was the year that they were supposed to fully take over the AFC East and they were swooning a little bit there and the Patriots, mm-hmm. you know, wounded uh scrappy dog, you know, the old dog has to has one last uh, chance to bite back here. And I thought that was a really tough spot for them to to um to rally there and they got pressed on it and they survived it. So I think the Bills now, the 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 through, uh, yes, of course, the 21st century narrative is what's happening with the Patriots, but the 2020 specific second half of the season here is, can the Bills get back into the mix here? And the other side of it is up to go all the way back to, to the other, uh, to the big game of the AFC yesterday was that Steelers game with uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't know if you put it on Lamar or um the play on Greg Roman the play calling there but it is a weird balance that you now know as electric and and, and shout out to Ryan Clark who was with us on minus 3 late mm. last week and he called it I know it's lame analysis but the turnovers were going to be a, a, an especially yeah. significant factor in this one and so they were but really Lamar Jackson is he's so dynamic and so uniquely tough to try to figure out how to stop and can make a play out of nothing and all that. But he still does want to throw the ball between the seams and teams know that. And so what are you supposed to do exactly with that? When they trail in a game, you know, that's where he's attacking. And so it's limiting uh, on a weird level for the Ravens and that defense, the the good news for the Ravens is 
that defense has the potential to dominate you. So I think that they're not going away. I don't. I think a lot of people are now heralding that that loss heralds the decline of the Ravens. They're still plenty good, but uh, I think they're defense first more than offense first the rest of the way here. It's uh, it's interesting with them, and Lamar gets a lot of heat for this because he now lost to the Chiefs, he lost to the Steelers, he lost the the AFC with divisional game mm-hmm. to the Titans, and they're like, well, when's he going to win a big game? He was 3-0 and against top five defenses going into that game. His numbers stacked up against his MVP year uh, halfway through last year, so it's like, what the hell goes on? I do think like when you make him a pocket passer – Fine. The Steelers loved that. That last play, they were fine. They weren't. He wasn't completing that pass. He needed to get on the run. He needed to break down coverage. All that stuff. Uh, I can't. But I, I can't go after Lamar too much. No. Uh, that, that was just. That was just the kind of game that it just, like I said, survive in advance. And uh, well, that was one uh, of those I, games I can, where it's like you know someone has to lose it. Is yeah, weird. right. Like you, someone has to. It's not necessarily. You're not watching it thinking. Oh, one team is clearly sorry, Dave. Like it's not like one team is is you know worlds better. Right. Um, it's like a good football game, but yeah. that means someone has to. Lose. No, I mean they'll Absolutely. be sorry to me. I think the the I Lamar Jackson has like that video game, that '80s video game kind of thing of like Hubert, or I don't know which video game I'm thinking of, but you know when you move the joystick, sometimes it bounces wildly, like it feels like mm-hmm. it just jumps way too. Lamar Jackson moves his body and all of a sudden he's like five yards lateral from where he was just an instant ago. I don't know how you handle that and how you grapple with that other than spying him. But um, yeah, I mean the, the, the the two, those two bad picks swung the game. Certainly their defense had the better of it than Pittsburgh's, but the two bad picks by uh, Lamar Jackson swung that one. It was, it was a, and again, then Hollywood Brown goes to social media after the game and says, if you're not going to, target your high-end yeah. weapons, that's the push and pull of this Soldiers. offense that they're going to have Soldiers. to solve long-term. Um, There were two bad picks. I want to talk about one bad pick. Sorry, Charlotte. I had to bring I'm it up. I'm so sorry Our extra points listening. <laughs> for extra pay parlay. Mm-hmm. We put it together every week. We each pick a game. FanDuel boosts the odds. They boost the points. We've paid out $2.5 million to winners. Um, I had the Patriots to cover. 24-21, they lose. They were getting four and a half. That's a cover. Uh, Dave Colts to cover against uh, minimal spread. Two and a half, one and a half. What was it? It went that we took it down points. to one and a half, but it was uh, at two and a half. Initially. And they won yeah. 41-21 and then Charlotte. And I like this pick too. I really did. I thought the Packers, I'm like, this is just a game. They have the Vikings number 28-22. They lost. They went for a two-point conversion. They got it. And I was like, oh, now we don't even have the benefit of overtime. I know. Maybe we can win in overtime. We were laying points. Um, do you want to apologize to America? Yes. I want everybody to know that like, I feel sick to my stomach when I lose, when I, when my bet is bad and you guys lose money and I, and I put on a hair shirt and I, (laughs) (laughs) no, seriously, I feel terrible. I mean, but I didn't see this one coming. You know, I guess there's a surprise every week and, uh, maybe I should have bet the Eagles. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that you wouldn't know, have been bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. I, I'm, you know what? I'm glad you feel terrible. I don't want, should, I'm not going to yeah. be like, oh, Charlotte, you feel terrible. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I feel terrible <laughs> six times a week. And that's not when I'm downing uh, bags of uh, mini Kit Kats. I still I feel terrible now. But I think, uh, well, now's as good a time for us to tell you about our Crown Royal Athlete of the Week. This is the player that went above and beyond the call of duty, stood out in my eyes, in Dave's eyes, in Charlotte's eyes. We're going to pick an athlete. Uh, Charlotte and I will pick an athlete that surprised us this weekend. Dave is going to look forward to the Monday game. Charlotte, I know you have a lot to say about this one athlete in particular. Go ahead. Who's your crown royal water break athlete of the week? Yeah, look. Okay, so I I picked the Packers. Hmm. The Vikings destroyed them largely because of this one man, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin hmm. Cook coming back from a groin injury. He was on fire this week. He scored four touchdowns. He just destroyed his fantasy opponents. He even did a Lambo leap, which is just rude. But you're like, well, you're playing well <laughs> enough that I forgive you. Um, and the Vikings must have heard me talking about Kirk's interceptions because Kirk was better. And I mean, the whole team was better because of Dalvin Cook. He became the first player to surpass 200 yards from scrimmage. He scored four touchdowns at Lambeau Field. He had 163 yards rushing, 63 yards receiving. It's just mm. insane. 
if I had to lose, you know, if my bet had to be bad, at least it was just like phenomenally bad and got absolutely <laughs> murdered. So thanks, Dalvin. That's good. All right. I think that that's, you know, that's good. It's cathartic, right? You feel good. You could, you could give an award to the guy who ousted you with the pick. Yeah. Dalvin it's Cook. like, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. He ran crazy. He was like, I don't care. Packers are better than us. We're probably not going to make the playoffs. Maybe we'll be six and 10. We're not losing this game. I'm running downhill yeah. the whole game. I'm catching passes. I'm, I'm doing it all. And uh, yes, he put that team on his back. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to pick one right here. Here is my crown Royal water break athlete of the week. Tag of Aloha. You ever mm. hear of him? But not Tua, Dave. Oh. Talia. Talia. Am I saying that right? Talia. Tag of Aloha. Maryland, an 18 and a half point underdog to Minnesota. Maryland quarterback Talia. Tag of Aloha. On the field wins the game. How about that? 26 for 35, 394 yards passing, three touchdowns, two more using his legs. Maybe he's the better Tagovailoa. How many Tagovailoas are there, Damashek? I don't know, but this one wins my Crown Royal Water Break Athlete of the Week. What? Two, Good job by wait, you. Brothers who play quarterback for big-time programs <laughs> that then project to be big stars in the NFL. Yeah, like anybody would ever buy that could ever happen in real life. Um yeah, I, li I like where your head's Cooper at. Cooper Manning is like sitting in the corner crying. <laughs> right. Always. I always feel bad for Cooper. I really do. Just imagine your brother, you're so happy with the rest of the family. <laughs> you're watching that game like, my brother is the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> and then it happens 365 days later with your other brother. Then you're like, what did I right. do, God? Well, I mean, what did I He's do? He's also not getting sacked, though. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I like Sal that where your head's true. at with the lefty QB there. I've got mm. lefty QB on my brain tracking towards the Heisman. Mike, Michael Penix Jr., Indiana University, maybe. Uh, I also like right. another lefty from the banks of the Three Rivers. His name, Dave Damashek. A perfect Sunday from Damashek for you. Gave you those Colts, gave you the Chiefs. That was a bold pick at 19 and a half. Um, the Steelers, and I also gave you the Bengals plus seven. How about that? Um, to the pretty good looking ahead though to Sunday night. I mean the Monday night. I will give you Mike Evans as my pick. Now there are some people mm. in Cleveland who are probably still a little raw with Mike Evans because he created the sense that Johnny Manziel was going to be their savior up there. So shame on you, people of Cleveland, for falling into that trap. Same thing. A lot of people probably were into Jameis Winston a little bit too much because of Mike Evans. Now it is the Mike Evans farewell tour tonight with Tom Brady, his new pal, Antonio uh, Brown, now living literally under his roof. You know where that one's going after this week. It's going to be AB and Brady and TB, AB, AB, TB, so on and so forth. Mike Evans, I think he has a big game. Tom Brady's a, a thoughtful fella. I think he's going to target Mike Evans. Thanks for the memories, friend. And to grease the skids, play human bridge to Antonio Brown for me. I'm going to throw it to you a lot tonight. I think two touchdowns for Mike Evans. And by the way, wow. if that happens, that will uh, allow the cool cats to vanquish Sal's fantasy team. We need a rally here tonight. How often you, do you guys play each other? I know it does seem like a lot, but it's I only feel like twice every week a year. You're playing each other. <laughs> I do too. You know, in my mind, we are playing each other every week. I am up 14 points. Something like that. Uh, the site has me as a 58% favorite. I think that's a little hefty. I think it's more like 53. What would the other number be? 47? Right. Oh, let's, yeah. let's have Charlotte pick it. Who's going to win it? Let's say it's 14, Charlotte. Am I going to win? Mike Evans... He needs about two touchdowns right. or a touchdown. Tonight's in a, game or the league? In, what are we talking about? No, Tonight's no, just game? this this well, game. Mike that I'm 18 what points if, what ahead. You need 14 points. He mm. needs 14. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think South's gonna win. We'll see. That's it. You said it, lady. I like. That. I already said I like though, that. Spirit. Everything's coming up, Damashek. Didn't you hear that, Charlotte? I said it. I, I yeah, plainly but it's gotta end at it. some point. Yeah. Have you seen the Patriots recently? All good things. All good things, indeed. That is the Crown Royal Water Break Athlete of the Week segment. Crown Royal, the perfect addition to your NFL game day. Don't forget to stay hydrated and drink responsibly. For more tips on how to crown your game day, visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. There we you go. love water. We really do. 
Look, we I got... have some water right now. Everyone listening to this podcast can oh, see that I'm look, drinking water. And I'm drinking Crown Royal. So we got all our bases wow, covered. Oh, you yep. are? I'm trying to flush out uh, mounds and mounds of mounds here. There oh, we go. Good. That, that feels healthy. I don't know if it's working. Um, I, do we have to cover the Cowboys again? They're miserable. No matter who the quarterback but they is, they have Danucci, huh? Yeah, they got Danucci. Um, yeah, I, you know, my son comes in, and he's like cursing his head off at this game. I'm like, what are you, what are you getting crazy about? Do you think Danucci or if if Dalton comes back and they somehow win the division and get through the playoffs, they're gonna beat beat the Chiefs? And he's like, I know, I know, it's not gonna happen, Dad. But we have to beat the Eagles. It would have been so great if we beat the Eagles. I'm with your boy. Like, oh, yeah. That's what Giants fans said. A few. I don't know. Last I, week. I, I, yeah, I know. I got. I have to put the barriers. What a curmudgeon, like- Sal! It's the de- this is classic journey over destination stuff. When you have your third string, don't you feel liberated by it? There's no expectation whatsoever. I know what I'm talking about. I watched Duck Hodges all last year. This is great. Right. There, there, there's no there is a What's zero great? pressure then you. Still on have you. to watch and you still have to root and every drive looks the same I, and everything. Like what? What? What the hell? What about that part of it where I, I could just turn away and be like, because oh, you're in the NFC East. Oh, they're not covering. Everything's possible still. <laughs> you can still win this stupid, that terrible division. I mean, you know what you should do? You should trade for Cam yeah. Newton before Washington does. Because that guy that? could swing would, the division for you. <laughs> what are you doing? We would trade for Jameis or Trubisky, I think, before Ken Okay. Newton. I think that would be uh, anything like that. I don't know if it makes a difference. I don't know. Maybe you're right in this division. Here's the one thing. And your boy, Jeff Schwartz, our boy, Jeff Schwartz, but I'm going to I'm gonna uh, pin him to you here, Dave. He's like, is it really fair that the Eagles, the 7-8-1 and one Eagles, get to host the 12-4 uh, and four NFC second place team, be it the Saints or the Bucs? Like, this is not the year to complain about that. Why do the Saints or Bucks? What would they care about their first playoff game being at Philly in front of no fans and, and uh, against a, a subpar team? By the way, I, I, would, I would sign up on that. Right. By the Wouldn't way, you sign off on that again. As I as I always point out, everybody always assumes, oh, it's at that place. Oh, well, then that's uh, that's bad for us. No, it's not. If in Philadelphia. A bad team hosting a playoff game, and you have let's say right. let's say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roll in there. By the end of the first quarter, it is a home field disadvantage. The Boo Birds, let's say they're the stadium is full. Those people will be yeah. booing and wringing their hands, and that permeates down to the sidelines, especially in playoff time. That's not good for the Eagles. And to answer your question, well, they're not going to have fans though. It's just either way, be a matter cold, where you it's going to be a cold game. Either right. way, that, that's my screw. thing. That's it. Sorry, that's the way it's that, that's the way it's set up. Like I mean, I, this this nonsense about reseeding and all that jive. Oh, is, I know. That's yeah, the, the cookie crumbles. Well, and I've been bitten by that as much as I've benefited from it with my teams over the years. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a funny oddball little wrinkle but that's the structure of divisions and conference and uh, this but i'm saying the cookie hasn't even crumbled it's a benefit of that if you're not getting the buy right you have to play that weekend right so if you're not getting the one seed you have to play that weekend who would you rather play than the nfc east of course as a wild card that's who would you rather play who cares where it is um Tua though, uh, that that's the other Tagovailoa. I don't know. I only know from uh, Talea. There's one and Tua. There's another one. One one A and Tua. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a lot of them. Uh, didn't do much. The Dolphins rolled. What a weird, weird ass game. Aaron Donald uh, forces a strip sack, basically, and you think, oh well, this is what we said. We analyze this perfectly. Yeah, Tua could be good, could be great, but why throw him in against this Rams every play? It's going to be up the middle. Um, he's going to be running for his life. It seemed that way. Rams took a 7-0 lead, and then Jared Goff just turned the ball over. Any chance he got, he wanted to turn that ball over through interception, through fumble, to a point where they won so handily that two had 93 yards passing and won the game. And they had like they had like 148 total yards. What, what I'm getting at is, this is Dave. I know you want to preview this, and we'll talk about it. One versus one, the jerseys. Tua against Kyla Murray. Do they not have enough tape on Tua? Maybe this worked to his advantage, um, not having to play his game. Obviously, you got a, a whole everything you've seen in Alabama, but um, this could have worked to his advantage because we don't know what we're getting with him yet. It's, you know, it ends up being a happy story and the oddball numbers uh, serve no purpose at the end of it because they vanquished the Rams, but good. But I do wonder because 
Now it's starting to look like uh, the Dolphins, forgive me, are going to uh, the playoffs. But should they? Um, oh, should it be Fitzmagic under center for them? Because at some point, it's a fun thing to take a look at the kid and the 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 future uh, of the franchise and everything. But I wonder if if you know if he plays the way he played on Sunday again, how long you're going to indulge that? This isn't now a lost season. It is the it, it is by the way. Just a nice little order for you, Dolphins fans, because you have those picks coming from Houston. The future is bright, but how much, how important is it for you to get into the postseason mix in 2020 versus the right. future and all of that? Either way, I mean, the other thing is, too, if you're on the Rams side of things, it's the same thing that you saw with San Francisco on Sunday. You saw with the Bears on Sunday. There are plenty of capable QBs, but I mean, you start heating those guys up. They are fallible human beings, and they cannot just make everything right. They're only like, still, two to six anymore. guys on the planet Earth that can overcome terrible deficiencies in the roster. And those I, guys I, I just named are not among them. Every other week, and that list changes. Who would you rather, if you had to have guys for two years, how many guys are on that? I know you talk about how it's saturated, mm -hmm. the position, and then yet we still have to watch freaking Ben DiNucci and Carson Wentz, who turns the ball over yeah. all the time. <laughs> well, I know. Well, that's why there has to be 50 and quarterbacks. Yet, here we are. <laughs> and here we are. I was wondering, if you're Ben DiNucci and you're like, you have to go play, and I mean, he said after the game, he's like, this NFL thing is hard. It's like, when you hear that you're going to go put, be the quarterback to start in an NFL game after being the yeah. third string guy are you like oh damn or are you like oh sick like i would i would be like wait this wasn't supposed to this yeah this was this was like a good pickup line at a bar but now i'm actually i have to play right I, and i felt the same way and watching that game and our, our boy collins was like oh what a great story this is ben the neutral like really it's a great story he has to embarrass himself on television right, i'm like Sunday i don't night. know okay all right <laughs> uh real quick with the dolphins dave i was looking while you were talking they were six to one to win the division before this week. They're still six to one. I know the Bills have the head to head over them and they'd have to make up a couple games. But uh is there anything in that? Wow, Charlotte, the Patriots eleven to one and the Jets we're forget screwed. it. We're this, not winning. The Jets four thousand or four hundred? Four thousand. I mean, I, I, not that it matters. I, it, yeah. What QB out of that mix will of Burrow to uh, Herbert? I mean, it's it, it's already. I mean. You know, th that that trio. They're all keepers. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's remarkable what's going on there. But the other thing is, too, like the, the old guard versus new guard thing that's that's really standing out big halfway through mm -hmm. the season so far so far is as long as you can diminish that the team no one is talking about continues to not ever say boo about is old mm -hmm. man rivers in Indianapolis. I mean, it that is the team. That's the team that has zero buzz whatsoever that is relevant and will be through the remainder of this season. They're going to win that division. And this isn't 2020. This is 2020 mm. hindsight. I said this before the games kicked off. That team's still going to win the division as the Titans regress a little bit. And we saw that starting well, to happen there with uh, for against sure. the Bengals. Because they play defense and the Titans don't play right. defense. And Rivers is one of those quarterbacks I mentioned from week to week. It's like, do you want this guy on your roster? Like last week's like, oh, he's taking through some awful balls. But this week, without T.Y. Hilton, by the way, because he's already injured, we knew it would happen. I think he had one target yesterday before he sat out. I don't know how they're doing it offensively, but yeah, they put a hurting on that Lions Just team. Yeah, so, the oddball numbers emerge yeah. from, from defense-dominant teams. You, you win games mm -hmm. that look like knucklers, yeah. but that's what the – the Colts are. I know that the splashy name is uh, is Phil Rivers, but it's that defense that um, makes them relevant for the second half of the season here. Right, for sure. Uh, Chiefs-Jets real quick. The Chiefs covered oh that giant number. We talked about it. It was 20, 19, 20, right around there, we guessed. <laughs> they were up by 26. They won 35-9. It's 35-9. I'm like, look, this is dumb to bet on. It's going to come down to Sam Darnold. Last drive, they're going to be down. I really kind of called it, except... At midfield, down 26, they were handing off. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> They're like, we'll lose by 26. We're not playing with pride. Pride schmied. We're the I'm, Jets. I'm just shocked they got nine points. Yeah. <laughs> like that to me, they basically won the game. They managed to get nine points against the Chiefs. I mean, that team is just a garbage fire. Like I, I, I'm yeah. not one of those like fire the coach people. I've said this before. I truly, truly 
do not understand how Adam Gase has a job unless I mean, you know, if they're tanking like, you know, it, it, it just at a certain point, it's like a point of pride, right? Like this guy, sure. I feel embarrassed when I see him on the sidelines and I have no stake in the Jets whatsoever. They get worse and worse every game. It's I think they had so like four bad. yards, four yards of offense. I wrote it down. They had four yards of offense in the second half last week and not a whole lot better um, yesterday. Where I mean, the, the Chiefs. It? 63 okay, yards in the second half yesterday. Pat Mahomes really had five patching, passing touchdowns on Sunday. Yeah. The Jets mm-hmm. have four passing touchdowns total <laughs> all season. Yeah. Four is a lot. I don't even remember. It four. also, I, guess I, do I, I feel bad a little bit. I mean, I, I'm, I'm on the side of yes on holiday decorations coming out early, like as a this minute, you feel free oh, to put them no. up if you want. Wait, wait, where's, where's the sense of uh, festivity? I, I, I'm I, all for it. I, what, what kind of Scrooge steps up and says, keep your Christmas decorations away until I declare it's okay to take them out? I declare, Damashek says here and now, take them out and hang them, and de- hang them out there and, and shame the devil if anybody says boo about it. They're, uh, they're the Grinch. I think those people must have been vexed watching the Jets and uh, Chiefs yesterday because it was green on red, red on green. It was an ugly affair to to, <laughs> to, to look at. I wondered where you were going with and that. Also, yeah, and also, yeah, yeah. if you're a Jets fan. But um, I, I think the Chiefs, for all the talk, it's all fun. You know, I still think the novel ends with the Chiefs getting to the Super Bowl. We can. It's all a bunch of uh, noise around that. But it is, uh, like we talked about last week, Avery Williamson now on the move out of the Jets and uh, celebrating that fact, and Levy and Bell, and so on. I, I Again, we have about 24 hours or so, or maybe even mm-hmm. less, on the trade deadline. How much is this what where this Super Bowl and where these playoffs wind up are going to be owed to big name guys or talented players moving from bum franchise to good franchise. Dwayne Haskins is out there. I don't know if you if you like that noise, Sal, but if if he went to Dallas as a for instance, would he be a difference there? They're big people. It's just starting over with these guys. These yeah. are just names and they have to learn the playbook. They have to learn, you know, they have to be in sync with guys, you know, over Zoom over a whole summer quarterbacks weren't getting in sync with that. I know. Receivers. I think that's now a little t- overstated. I know people always lean on that, but we've seen it too many times that you just dr- get a guy midweek, you plug him in and he looks good. He's mm. a curveball. I don't to know the that defense. the fans get Jerry Jones might take a little shit if signing Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if that's uh, excites. The I'm fan just saying base, in general that they're uh, you, you talk yeah. about Phil Rivers, you know, like uh, is, is that, right. guy, is there, I know they're not going to, and it's fanboy kind of talk here, but there are guys out there. Sam Darnold is a, for instance, it's like, ah, he's a bust. Is he a bust? You know, they're, the Jets are going to move on from him. Is it conceivable that some team would take a flyer on a guy like that halfway sure. through this season and swing yeah, things you see wildly? what Tannehill did with a different coach? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing exactly. uh, I Sam Darnold in a different system. Um, how about, though, I want to talk about the Chiefs' fake punt. They converted a fake punt against the Jets. It just seems... It just seems vicious, Charlotte. You shouldn't be allowed to do it. They talk about this Bears guy who punched the Saints, his whims or whatever. He shouldn't play again, whatever. I think this was even meaner. I think yeah. this was even more outrageous. I think this was like, uh, you know, I I don't condone violence, but there was something <laughs> sort of very straightforward about whims walking out. I forget who he punched, but he just walked up to him, punched him in the head and with a yeah. helmet on. So the guy was just like, what? Like confused more than anything. Um, yeah. That felt straightforward in a way that the the converting the fake punt seemed um, a little bit cruel in terms. It's a mind game. It's like when you when you have a smart kid and a dumb kid, and the smart kid starts running circles around the dumb kid, and you're just like, yeah. ah, do we have to do? You know, it's like we get it, and I know that's I know that's a there's no mercy rule in pro football, but like good good grief, that's yeah. Uh, you're 14 years old. Punch. I'm six. Let me touch right. the ball. Let me right. please. Let me let me get right. the ball. Um, yeah, that whims thing, I- I'm going to go counter to what everyone say. Everybody is like, oh, why would anyone punch somebody in the head with the, in the helmet with a bare hand? I was like, hey, have you ever worn a helmet and gotten hit in the head? Your, your bell rings for a while. Sure, you're going to hurt your hand. That guy didn't break his hand, uh, regardless of how stupid it was. The whole narrative about never punch somebody with a bare hand on a helmet. You wear a helmet, it's ringing. You hit that chin strap part, just the metal part. Ding. We used to do that to each other. And it's, it's your ears are ringing for about a good minute and a half, 90 seconds there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, Miles guy, Garrett, Miles Garrett <laughs> goes the idiot. extra mile. He just had uh, extra <laughs> miles. He takes his helmet off and hits you with it. Oh. So that 
really, really hurts, I, I would think. Um, extra miles could be another T-shirt hanging behind That's you. exactly, yeah. yeah this got, one's for miles. So that's on that's great. Yeah, yeah, just give it for anybody. Anybody who's got a big moment coming up in their life, give it to give it to miles. Biden and Trump. They should both be. This one's for miles. I don't know. Like, yeah, celebrate. Um, yeah, it's also, it's a funny get out of jail free card that dates back at least in my brain to Robbie Alomar, like if so, or the umpire or vice versa. Like, if, Hirschback, you're right. Yeah. If you claim that the guy spit on you, it's like, oh, okay, well then you can do whatever you want. Like that's, that's now what Wims is saying that he spit on me. Like, is, a, is mm-hmm. there evidence of this spitting? Cause that is about as vile a deed as you can commit without. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it is a borderline assault. Some guy. Well, it would make sense. It would make sense because it kind of came out of nowhere. Right. I mean, spitting something is a little, a little more than saying something about your mother, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little less than uh, one I, guy. Sometimes I, and th- um, you know, the loop in Chicago, the upper whacker and sure. lower whacker, you know, um, in, uh, in uh, that uh, encircles the famed loop of Chicago, and you see it all the time in those Dark Knight movies. That's where they're always running in those tunnels. Is is a uh, lower whacker. One time, it was all stacked up at rush hour. And a guy and I got into like a honking, like who goes first kind of thing. And all of a sudden, before I knew it, my car door opened and like I, I looked in my rear view mirror and he wasn't in his driver's seat. And I was like, uh oh, before <laughs> I knew it, my car door was open and he and he did like spit in my face, but he didn't actually spit. He air spit and I could feel the air on my head. Oh. And I was like, you're leaving me in a weird spot here. Like, cause I. I'm I, I'm no man. I'm not gonna get out of the car and 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 and, and and take a beating like you know and be laying on the side of Whacker like uh, like Bane after Batman finishes him up. Um, yeah. But I I I I didn't know exactly how to play it. I was like, you almost violated something that would require fisticuffs. But I'm gonna. And it sounds like it was the Miyagi moment when he just says honk. He squeezes uh, the sensei's nose. He's like, hey, just just so. Just so we know, this could have been a lot right. worse kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, that's right. Although to go, get out of your car to do uh, to go through all that effort, I, he should have you should have done the real. I, spit I for one, am glad know. he didn't do the real thing because then I, I don't know where I take it. I don't know how it winds up. Probably me not Charlotte, talking to you right now. That's for sure. That's true, Charlotte. Do you have any stories about motorists spitting on you? <laughs> Uh, no, I have stories about spitting on motorists. Oh, though. really? Do you? No, you I'm kidding. No, I never spit on oh, someone. Okay. Like, I didn't, oh, you got to do it. You got to try it. <laughs> you as soon as, we're done, as soon as we're done recording, go out and, and live life a little bit. Um, oh, the Chargers. I, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> they set a record. Their fourth straight 16-point blown lead. I guess they won one of those games, but four straight 16-point blown lead. And I, I, I made a promise to myself. I was like, this is my favorite team. That's not my favorite team. I'm just going to enjoy them. If the fantasy matchups go against me, so be it. I can't, I'm, all, I'm in 13 leagues. I can't help that, but I'm not going to bet them. I'm just going to watch them. I kind of like, I love Herbert. I love watching him. I love, love watching the defense. I went against myself. I bet them to win the game. And now they're just like every other team that I have to hate. Can you imagine? The That's Broncos awful. Are woke you up. okay? I don't know if I am. I was like, what the hell do I lose that game? They were up forever. They were running the ball. This is a new trend where the teams that rush for over 200 yards, which was a guarantee win when we were growing up. And even as late as two years ago, the Ravens rushed for over 200 yards. The the uh, Chargers rushed for over 200 yards and they come back with L's. This is a, this was an astonishing loss. They're and I don't the, know what we do with Anthony the- Lynn. First team in NFL history to blow four leads. Yeah. 16 points or more in four straight games like that's Does that get its own kind of award? Is it is it because the Falcons didn't blow a lead this week that the Chargers were like, don't worry, guys, like we got this one. We're we on got it. it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad for Anthony Lynn. It's not his fault. Like with these quarterbacks, I talked about like how they take blame for it. But eventually the players have to kind of, <laughs> they have to do their thing. What? Why not? How can you not close that out against Denver who takes forever to score normally? And now all of a sudden Drew Locke is like, now nah, I'm going downfield like Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to th- three straight possessions with, uh, with sevens. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to make a t-shirt a year from now to try and uh, inspire <laughs> the, the chargers or something. I, I don't, this has gone on so long that it, it these mm-hmm. painful losses that these are not, that this, the, the chargers are not 
um, the last whatever quarter century are not some irrelevant franchise. It's like, oh, the Jets. Can you imagine? They always stink. I mean, mm-hmm. the Chargers are always talented. They're always right there and they're always snake bitten. It's really um, it's really a, a, a horrible thing to, <laughs> to watch. But the thing that occurred to me for the second year in a row is those throws into the end zone. Those I mean, those prayer passes into the end zone that draw a P.I., People are like, ah, whatever. It's it's ascribed to history and no one will remember how the game ended, just merely that the Chargers blew it. But shame the devil. What if a Super Bowl comes down to that? How how outraged will football America be? Yeah. What if what if you the last play, the team's gonna win the Super Bowl? What if the Giants when they were about to beat the Patriots or the Eagles when they were about when they when Brady was throwing those desperation balls into the end zone, it's like, ooh, is that PI on should Gronk have gotten drawn the flag? Imagine if a Super Bowl ended on a one yard run after a PI. I'd be, I'd be oh, real. It would really be bad. Then we would feel oh, then guys. we would feel the Chargers Chargers fans' pain, finally. That was two pass interference calls on that last drive. Yeah, it was uh it was ugly. I don't know what you do if the Chargers. I mean, they, you, you say it's been going on for years, but they used to lose because some kicker from a country we've never heard of uh shanked it right <laughs> 30 yards or something. Now it's like 16 point leads that are being blown. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. Uh, we move on to the last game of the week. Tampa Bay at the Giants. Fandle has this at 12 and a half, 45 and a half is the over under. I don't want to bet the Giants, but I have to put money on them because I think Tampa's looking ahead. I alluded to it uh, earlier in the show. I think they have the Saints on Sunday night. That's the big game, obviously, right? They already lost to the Saints in week one. Tom's got to get it together. What the hell? What does Bruce Arians' team care about this getting up, beating the Giants by 13 points? Um, Daniel Jones has a little bit of, you know, I I think he was the – he was the punchline all week, right? Falling on his face and 10 days worth because that was a Thursday game. So you've seen highlights of that for the better part of two weeks. I think they keep this close. You guys have any thoughts on this? I think this is like a seven or eight point game. Well, I mean, you know, the Giants, the Patriots killers. So maybe You're it right. translates to, uh, you know, the Bucks kill. No, I'm kidding. I don't. Well, I no, mean- but there is something to that. Maybe Tom's like, hey, I got to just destroy this team. I got to get this out because this is a team that beats me. Yeah, you I got to get out in front something. of this narrative. You know, right. I mean, yeah. I do think it would be, I think the funniest possible outcome would be the Giants somehow beating the Bucks Great. tonight, which I mean, you know, it, it, this is a weird week to like talk about Monday, Monday night football. Yeah. Seriously. So I feel like it's a good game to sort of uh, get out of the way, but I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I love seeing Tom Brady be fantastic for, for a team that is not mine. It brings me great joy. <laughs> super fun time. It is killer. It is killer. I, Patriots fans can look to all that I was talking about this. Like you have, you have a bunch of receivers who were great that you have passed on. Maybe not yeah. even great, but you could show the certainly show promise and Brandy Ayuk and Rieger and all these guys that Patriots could have either traded up a little bit or just drafted on their own in that spot. Oh, yeah. And they didn't. And, uh, and, and that's the whole Tom and Bill thing and everything else. Dave, do they lay the smackdown on the uh, Giants? They do. And um, I mean, a mm. physical, uh, in, in in an especially physical way, side note, I like when teams are called a physical football team. That It's grown men, mm. a giant human beings running into each other on purpose. It's all physical. But um, especially <laughs> Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, this is the, the benefit of having two guys who are brawny sorts carrying the ball. The Giants ain't built to slow down Tampa Bay. The puncher's chance notion that maybe they'll lay down. Mm. I hear what you're saying, Sal. But And I also think legitimately, I said it earlier, but it. I think this the, the Giants' defense is so bad that it does afford a guy like Tom Brady the opportunity to say, yeah, I know, listen, it's going to be me and A.B. and Godwin and Mike Evans and Gronk and me spreading the ball around. Like, let's give Mike Evans who a lot of fantasy fans are wringing their hands right now. Why would it happen to Mike Evans? Don't talk. I think this is one of those <laughs> games. Mike Evans is good for one of these every year, like the three touchdown game. I really do think tonight's the night really? to give it to him. And then after that, if that happens, it's a monumental game, as you say, Sal, obviously, because if you had to say right now who, I mean, it's the Seahawks or Bucks, right? I mean, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but I want to get ahead of ourselves. It's those two teams. I, it's one of those two teams going like to the, the Super Packers. Bowl, right? I know I know they looked terrible yesterday and uh they're like uh, the, the six for thirteen on third down or something. But if they Aaron don't get Rogers the one seed, if they don't get the one seed, that looms so big, I feel like, this year. And if by the way, the Saints beat the Bucks, 
And then they mm-hmm. then then they're in a weird spot too, where you're running through that building, and who knows how many people are in it come uh, January. Yeah. I I mean I really do think that the, there are flawed teams on the NFC, and they're like five legit, really rugged teams on sure. the AFC side of things. Yeah. But it is interesting to think Brady and Russell Wilson uh, already now stand head and shoulders. To me, I hear what you're saying about the Packers. I do like them ultimately. I just think that. Uh, the the yeah. idea that they're going to win three games to get to the Super Bowl is uh, is uh, suddenly feels like a, a bit of a long shot. I think the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. I kind of do feels too. Like I really do. I feel like Brady's heating up. He's confident. He's got the targets he needs, and he is really, really what you, good. What are you going to do with that? I mean, that defense right. is great, but just think about right. the just the fantasy lineup that they're. I mean, legitimately for Tom Brady. I mean, the the pass sure. catchers right. plus good running backs behind. I mean, like what, who's going to stop that? I guess we'll see on uh, Uh, next uh, Sunday night. I I'm going against my own uh, advice here, but it is halfway through the season. Most teams have played half games on on their schedule and we could look at MVP and Dave, you discussed it. Russell Wilson after a flawless game yesterday, minus 160 to win MVP. That's a pretty good number as a favorite for halfway. Look who's behind him. Patrick Mahomes, statistically also having a phenomenal year plus 350 imagine being able to get Patrick Mahomes at plus 350 Aaron Rodgers dipped to 9 to 1 Tampa 10 to 1 and uh your Kyla Murray there 20 to still 1 still looking Dave good ben, big big ben creeping up at 25 to 1 they still have Josh Allen at 25 to I don't know I don't know about that and the incumbent Lamar drops all the way to 40 to 1 all quarterbacks on that list before you get to Alvin Kamara at 50 to 1 uh, Russell Wilson, my God. I, I mean, he's on pace for 50 touchdowns and that team, it, I know you're gonna make fun of me saying it looked physical, but if Seattle looks any bit as physical as they were yesterday, defensively, look out rest of the league. That, that That's going to be, that I, is going to be a problem. I'm calling it. It's going to be, um, Buck Steelers. Buck Steelers. I think that's kind of nightmare. Uh, fuel and Sal to go way back to where we started here, where I say journey over destination and the Steelers have served their purpose of providing uh, a a fun journey for us already just halfway through the season. But if this ends with the Steelers against Antonio Brown, I mean, I I, I don't know if I sign off on that. If you told me, would I be happy if the Steelers went to the Super Bowl but lost to Antonio Brown? I don't know how excited I would be uh, (laughs) uh, about that. How about you beat Le'Veon Bell first to get there? Okay, okay. Now now keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. No, that's it. I'm done. I have nothing else to say. Uh, I do actually have more to say. FanDuel. Oh, they're doing the same game parlay. Risk-free. Any matchup. Just take matchups. Go to the site. So many different combinations. You can play with these same game parlays, player props, point totals, money lines. Best part is FanDuel refunds the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. That means you could bet a different parlay risk-free every NFL week all season long. Free money. Are you kidding me? Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday games. Take the local team. Here's what I'm doing. I know you guys are going to hate this. Daniel Jones. Scores a touchdown anytime during the game. He's sick of falling on his face. Like I said, he's seen that that highlight thrown back at him uh, for the last 10 days. He scores a touchdown. He has over 25 and a half yards rushing. And the Giants, I'm going to adjust their spread, <laughs> plus 18 and a half. Of course, I'm a little scared there. That's why I'm taking 18 and a half. DJ scores. DJ over 25 and a half rushing. The Giants plus 18 and a half. That gets you 10 to 1. You put down 10 bucks. You walk away with 100. Or it loses, which will probably happen, and you just get your $10 back. There you go. FanDuel. Love it. If you like my picks, go ahead, bet them. 10 bucks back. If you don't win, you can do it all season long. FanDuel Sportsbook app. You play the same game parlays. If you don't have an account, go get one. And mention extra points as the promo code when you sign up. Uh, yes, risk-free. That's a fun one. I, that is fun because that keeps what, what you want. With a game like this, that should be a probably a decisive win. This this keeps yeah. uh, the, the, all those things are going to be in play probably mid fourth quarter. So that's a fun one to uh, yeah. Uh, to well, play. just think if 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 he has a rush. I mean, not that this happens every game, but if he breaks one for thirty yards and scores, you got two of those three legs already done. Daniel Jones scores. Daniel Jones over twenty five and a half rushing, and then you just have to help the Giants stay 
within 18 and By the way, Sal, I, I was wondering it's if you, fun. how excited you were by the, uh, I thought that was an especially good mo moment from uh, Al Michaels, great moments in gambling, calling out yeah. in the final play. Like, there are a lot of people interested in uh, <laughs> how this one turns out. Actually, Shaw, this would be, I think he went the extra mile by saying uh, this would be one of the worst beats ever. Uh, well, he has to, he has to, they have to mention it. They, I'm sorry. There's so much hypocrisy now. We're like the Tennessee Titans sent out an, I don't want to say the betting service, but they sent out uh, incentives to their season ticket holders to join a certain betting service. That's not ours. The one we um, deal with, but it's like, what, when does the hypocrisy end? Please let Al talk about gambling. You know, he's, He's getting up there in age. You know he wants to talk about gambling. And the game was so terrible, the Eagles-Cowboys. That's the only reason anyone's watching. But it's screwed with perfection. And I want the Cowboys, who are now 0-8 against the spread. 0-8 against the spread. It's almost impossible to make a number so high every week with backup quarterbacks in and out. And they still uh, don't cover eight times. And you that had the tremendous. Eagles in that one, right? Oh yeah, I had your all Sunday night. I, I mean, this is something that has been underreported nationally yeah. by Al Michaels and otherwise. But cousin Sal yeah. is the Sunday night football whisperer. It is crazy True. your ability Thank to you. hit on these games. I really, I, 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 I'll, I'll say it. I didn't, I didn't put anything on it. It was not in the public forum, so I am not owning this L. But in my brain, I had the Cowboys, and I told the Cowboys you, to cover. Yes, I, I yeah, thought no. that they would get. I, I, but that is. Or maybe I did say that on Friday. Either way, let's just cut that from the Friday episode so it doesn't exist anywhere. So I can <laughs> they're a laughing stock. I can claim undefeated really status uh, on Sunday. I didn't, you know, it's funny. I had a nice streak going. I didn't like the Seattle Arizona game, so I didn't like pick it publicly, and that, that ended up being a, a, a wild game that could have gone either way. But yeah, I definitely like the Eagles. Uh, well, we'll we'll see uh, with the Saints. I'll see a little more out of Tampa before we pick Saints. Oh, let's get the um, Russ V. Tampa Tom for the for a trip to the Super Bowl. That'd be sweet, Ooh. especially be especially with the added wrinkle of it be of the Super Bowl being in Tampa. I mean, that's it. Let's just yeah. let's, I don't, we'll figure out the AFC side. Obviously, let's. What'd you say, Russ V. Tom? Oh, just in the NFC championship? NFC title game, and then oh, okay. fine. Yeah. If you you know what. All due respect, Mahomes. It's a fun story. I say just sit this one out. Well, I'll, I'll sign yeah. off on Steelers Ravens for the AFC title game too. How about that? Who would who would there you who go? Would poo poo that. I'm just thinking about Tom Brady winning a seventh ring, not with New England, and uh. I want to die. <laughs> Every all the Pats fans no, are gonna be like, don't. "No, we're happy for him," and I'll be like, "Yeah, but, oh you God. don't want to die." It's we were we yeah, of all the things that need we need to worry about in 2020. This was just another one. They Honestly, on if that's plate. the price we pay to have other things go well, then like five million times over. If you made if you said that like there's hope for our country, but you're gonna have to watch Tom Brady win a seventh ring with the Bucks every day for the rest of your life, I would do it. Right. There I don't go. know if I'm going right. to sign off on uh, on Levy and Bell versus Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl. I'm going to have to really think about that greater good versus how it makes me feel to have to watch that. No, Super no, no. Bowl. You got to swallow that. You got to you got to take this bullet. I'm going to pray on this. Is there's so many bad options? That's why Danucci has to get his shit together mm -hmm. and get Danucci. the Cowboys to the big game. Uh, all right. Hey, let's uh, read some mail here. Some Yay! email. The extra points gang at gmail.com the extra points game at gmail.com oh charlotte you got bit here oh no yes you went how many weeks unscathed for how many weeks and someone finally took a shot at her people been do some people roast me in the itunes comments they do yeah this is the first i've seen dave uh -oh. and i have taken our share somebody said uh -oh. she looked like uh so the the modern family girl somebody compared her to <laughs> is that bad i don't know I don't, I, I don't, I mean, Sarah Highland. I think she, she, she's adorable, right? I don't well, know. I think it, so, it, yeah. This someone, is, this someone is, on Twitter the other day, yesterday, told me that Steve Belichick was better looking than I am, and I took that as a compliment. <laughs> okay, maybe that's, yeah. Maybe I was that's like, taking thank a you. shot at you. Um, all right, well, maybe you'll take this as a compliment. Sal, Dave, Charlotte, this is from Brian Skowinski. Why does Charlotte always feel the need to say she tweeted the statement she's about to make on the Extra Points podcast? Ooh, <laughs> oh, interesting. No. She'll have a take tweeted in real time. Then when bringing up her take on the show, she constantly is reminding <laughs> us she tweeted it earlier <laughs> during the actual game. Roast okay, great. Me, Brian. Do you know why I do that? Do you want to know why I do that? What? 
so that people don't write in saying, why is Charlotte always saying the things she's already tweeted without acknowledging it, Brian? It's Unless your name is Brian. I forget what your name is already. I'm standing by that. It is Brian. I hate when Uh, people recycle their shit and don't own up to it. So I'm owning up to it. Wow. Well, let me just read further because we may not get another negative uh, email about you again. So I have to read this. Okay, great. But everyone tweets. My little sister tweets and she's eight years old. What I'm trying to say is a thousand other people also tweeted the same thing as Charlotte. So there's no need for her to constantly preface her statements with it as if it validates what she's about to say. Interesting. <gasps> Damn. Right. Okay. Well, first of all, didn't say didn't say he tweeted anything. You want to know what I did tweet? I had a great Arthur Blank joke this week, Brian, and I tweeted it, and it's visual, so I can't even say it on the podcast. Oh well, act it out for us. It's a it's it's Arthur Blank in his little red velvet jacket, and then it's Cookie Monster as Sir Alistair Cookie in his little red velvet jacket, and I tweeted it, Brian. <laughs> she is owning it. She just she air spit on you, Brian. Yeah, Brian. (laughs) That's it. Tweet that. I love it. All right, let's end on something good. JV Gish. Hey, extra points. I don't know if we'll look back and say anything else good came out of 2020, but at least we'll have your show. Thanks for brightening up our weeks. Please keep it up. With the White Sox bringing back the elderly LaRusso, Charlotte joked about teams hiring the deceased, but didn't the Kardashians basically show us that that's doable now? (laughs) Maybe a hologram coaching a whole season is too much, but I'd love to hear who each of you would resurrect as a hologram to fire up your favorite team at the next big game. Think of the infinite possibilities. Thanks all your pal Jay in Chicago, right, right there from the loop. He's uh, emailing us. Um, that's interesting. Uh, Jay's referring to the hologram. That was a gift, right? Kanye gave Kim as a 40, 40th birthday present, a hologram of his father, Robert Kardashian, who was one of OJ's lawyers famously. Um, I thought it was pretty creepy. Very complimentary of uh, Kanye, who he had no idea who he was, obviously, before his death. <laughs> um, but very, he still got some compliments on uh, Kanye. I, I think this boggles the mind. First of all, this could be our president come Wednesday, Kanye West. Stop it, Sal. Did I mention, uh, well, we've done all we can. Hopefully it, it, it happens, you know? <laughs> like if it doesn't happen, it's not our fault that Kanye's not. <laughs> Did he name a vice president? Because why not make it this holiday? Great idea. Robert, oh Robert Kardashian. <laughs> why the hell not? Sure. Um, interesting. I would like to resurrect Jerry Jones. The cutaways to him. <laughs> I'm not sure if that wasn't a hologram or not when they were cutting away to him. <laughs> On the uh, Sunday night game, but I bring uh, back JFK, who was a good leader. He was pretty good, right? Lead, lead the team, baby. Yeah, citizens of Springfield. Um, yeah, I <laughs> Jerry Jones. I love the lag, the twenty-second satellite lag of like, oh, he's on camera, and then somebody in the luxury box. You can always feel the moment that somebody in the luxury box says to the owner or celebrity who's on camera, like. Oh, yeah. The, the national broadcast has the camera on you and they go like, oh, uh, and he sat right up and uh, <laughs> tried to look a little more respectable instead of a shrunken yeah, yeah, old yeah. man. I remember when he was just putting his hands in his eyes the entire time he was on camera. <laughs> he really was. COVID. He really was. Uh, last night, Jerry Jones was like sitting there depressed. And then you could tell somebody he looked at the camera and he sprang back up. Um, I will go. I mean, it's an easy one for anybody on the banks of the three rivers. will will know the the name of uh, Myron Cope. I would bring back Cope like mm. that way. He, he, he'd have a, a a nail betwixt his fingers as he held up the terrible towel before a big playoff game. And he'd say the terrible towel is poised to strike. And so are the Steelers. <laughs> I mean, I would die with time ready to run through a wall. Just repeating it now. We'll see you on (laughs) Sunday, Sal, in Big D. Woo, maybe Kanye for your 50th or 50. Maybe he'll get you a Myron Cope hologram. You know, (laughs) how would Myron Myron Cope would. uh, President Kanye, President Kanye, holograms for everyone. Cameo, but for dead people. Oh, oh, you're on to something, Mm. Charlotte. Did you tweet that? Be honest. Oh, come on, Sal. I would have prefaced (laughs) it. I would have told you if I tweeted it. That's true. We would have known. Now I'm going to tweet it. There you tweet go. At Brian Windhurst. <laughs> I love it. She's got an enemy Whatever now. Whatever your on- name is. <laughs> Charlotte, what else is going on? Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's rattled. She's rattled, babe. Never seen I liked it. Like it. I liked it. Roast okay, me more, good. you guys. It keeps good. me keeps me on my toes. <laughs> got to get feisty. Snarky. That's right. Um, what do I got going on? I don't know. Just trying to, you know, <laughs> hope our country exists in a few days. Oh, uh, yeah. that's uh, We'll be back Wednesday, right? Uh, and things yeah. could be uh, much different by then, but probably Aside not. Aside from that, 
Yeah, no, nothing will have changed. We'll just yeah. be in a protracted legal battle that makes us all want to die. We literally, um, we're, by the time we're recording, Charlotte, uh, uh, 48 hours from now, if you, mm-hmm. you know, the the forecasts of when, you know, Pennsylvania and otherwise are going to report, it could be literally as we're, we're, we are recording. Maybe we should I'm go gonna, live, I feel Sal. sick to my stomach. I really well, you feel, know, I'm so... Maybe we should go live for real. I'm, I, su- I'm I, suggesting I it now that we do that. it live. No, I, no Dave, I was thinking not. about that. What if we do 8 p.m. Pacific Tuesday night? Which is the harder podcast to do then or Wednesday morning? I don't please, even know Wednesday if we morning. Pick. I'm going to be so really? drunk Tuesday night. Oh, we, well, we'll do it Tuesday night. then. No, please, please, no? please don't make me do that. I'm begging. Pennsylvania really? is suggesting uh, that they may report around 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Wednesday morning. So if I might, I might, I'm already thinking about like, I won't be surprised if I just end up in front of the TV all night waiting to see. Because if it's like if it gets to like 2 a.m., am I going to go to sleep when it's like Pennsylvania? The track and we're about 80 percent reported here and it's tight and. Am I going to go to bed or am I going to just uh, go all night to to see the announcement? I, I, I Let me make a prediction. Let me make a prediction. In Pennsylvania, in Florida, North Carolina, some of these closer states, uh, we're going to hear the, the ballots are not even close to being counted. Obviously, the outstanding ballots are, are lean Democrat just by the basis of uh, the, how, how we've signed up and registered. And you're going to see fires. You're going to see these facilities burn. Good night, everybody. See you Wednesday. Oh my God. <laughs>